This is the Krillcast. I am Chris. And I'm Will. I'm Slipstace Entertainment. And uh, what's today, Will? Uh, today is Manic Monday. And uh, before I have Slipspace tell you guys all about his channel, I'm just going to give you a quick, quick little brief preview of what we're going to be talking about. We're going to be talking about the Duke, the uh, Tesla Warthog, maybe, and the uh, sure. Dark Souls modding. So why don't you guys uh, over at Slipspace tell everybody about your channel? All right, yeah, so at Slipspace Entertainment, we do Halo memes primarily, and then usually they're typically pretty short, nice little bite-sized bits, just under 60 seconds long. So you can get in, get your halo laugh fix real quick leave go do whatever you're doing then whenever you take another break and watch another bit don't have to get dragged into anything too long so that's what we do over here just short little fun halo bits and it's much shorter than the videos we make so if you've only got five minutes go check out his videos right now instead of watching our video might as well (laughs) all right (laughs) because our video is probably going to be at least 10 minutes uh (laughs) <laughs> so today, our first quick topic is that the Hyperkin Duke has been confirmed as compatible with the Xbox Series X. I did not know this when I was looking up, but I did just recently buy one, so I'm happy to hear that I'll be able to carry this thing forward with me into the Xbox Series X territory and play Halo Infinite that way if I want to. That's pretty cool. Um, so these these controllers, they're compatible with new next-gen consoles. I just want them to make either make a dongle that you can attach the original Duke to the Series X. Um, that exists. Or not, not for the Series X, but it exists for PC. Oh, I don't care about that. I want it for the Series <laughs> X. <laughs> um, I forgot what I was going with that. Um, oh, it would be cool. So it would be cool if, the, like, you know, like in the Hyperkin one, if you push the middle, it has like the original Xbox loading screen. It would be cool to have the original Halo loading screen. Oh my gosh. Yeah, actually, somebody said they might mod the controller to do that, so we'll see. Oh, that would be so cool. Mm-hmm. Um, That's my only, only comment on that. I, I I want that, but I also want the Series X just to have the Xbox loading screen. I want them to have that as a boot up. It'd be so much cooler than what they have right now. <laughs> what do, you, do you own a Duke, uh, Mr. Slipspace? I feel like, I mean, it's like I want one just to have one. But I don't feel like I'd actually really use it. <laughs> it's it's like, surprisingly mm. comfortable. I'm not gonna lie. Um, I only have one real gripe with the Duke controller because I just got mine recently. Is these? If you look on the top here, I don't know if you guys can see that, but they've got these little tiny RB and LB at the very top of that thing. They're mm-hmm. those are garbage bumpers. Like you don't <laughs> want to use them. You're gonna find yourself using the white and the black buttons most likely, just like I'm doing. Where instead of using the uh, the right bumper, left bumper, you're gonna use those, and then the triggers are down here, so you're not gonna be reaching those fingers up here as it is anyways. If you play like I do with the fingers on the triggers, so just keep that in mind. But it is extremely comfortable to use. I want to see you play Halo Five with that thing. <laughs> I did the other day. How well did you do? I feel like you're gonna have such a hard time with it. I didn't do multiplayer, but I played just fine. Oh, yeah, you got to do multiplayer. That's way faster. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm surprised. On I, Of all of the videos I've looked online, there are, like, no mods for this thing. I'm like, nobody's modding this controller? I mean, I guess it's kind of expensive, but, you know, I would have thought at least one person would have broken the thing open to put a mod into it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Anyway, that was that. Um, apparently, Elon Musk has been approached to make a, a Tesla Warthog. Like using probably the Cybertruck is my best guess. Okay, I don't know if you guys like heard already. about this. I mean, it does a little bit. <laughs> yeah. 
And Elon Musk famously did get asked what console games he plays, and he said Halo, only Halo. That was his answer. So apparently he's got like a little bit more. of love for uh, the Halo games. That's a little warthog. I'm going to find this article real quick. Yeah, so apparently they're well, talking about... You're like about... a gajillionaire. What are you going to do with all that money? You might as well make a warthog. <laughs> <laughs> what is this face? I got that same ad. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see here. So it says, um, sure feels like a Tesla times Halo collab needs to happen. To be clear, this would be a dream collab for me and many fans. Yeah. Anyways, I also made a kind of a meme comment on one of my recent tweets that got a bajillion likes for some reason, where I said, which Halo controller are you going to use on Infinite? And I was like, uh, Elon just wants to know if he can play it on his Tesla. <laughs> <laughs> So, anyways, apparently this might be a thing. It might just be a meme. I don't know. This guy's face makes me think it's a meme. So we might just, you know, move on. What do you guys think, though? Could <laughs> could a Halo Warthog in real life be something that anybody could use for any reason? Well, I mean, there's no way they're going to put a 50 caliber machine gun. On. <laughs> so it's already not going to be as cool as it should be. Um, I mean, I'd still take it. That'd be cool. It'd be like a weird Jeep looking thing that. It used to be a like a Hummer in the original build, but they morphed it into whatever it became. <laughs> It'd be cool. I, li- I would like it. Yeah, like I mean, knowing Elon, you know he's, you know he loves memes, right? So I wouldn't be surprised if he just did it. But like, I mean, people have made. I know there's one guy who made like a warthog in his garage, basically. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, it's like, well, if that guy can do it. Elon can do it for sure. <laughs> Scout hog, like might yep. as well. He'll launch it into space, land on the moon. <laughs> but will he make the longest warthog? Because that's the, yeah. <laughs> the glitch warthog from Mister yeah. Infernal Plus. No, um, watch like it's SpaceX, right? So instead of like a rocket, he's gonna have uh, the frigate forward <laughs> on the dawn. <laughs> That'd be great. All right. Uh, well, this main topic here, I think it hits hits the heart of what we talked about for our Wednesday episode that you guys are going to see in a different order than we're recording. But um, the other one of the other game series that Mr. Slipspace enjoys besides Halo is Dark Souls. And this guy managed to put Halo maps in Dark Souls. It's a shout out to Mr. Inferno Plus here. Super modder of all kinds of crazy things, especially Halo. Did a Halo Mario Kart crossover thing. But this is his most recent one, and it's kind of made some waves across the uh, Halo news sites so he actually managed to put blood gulch into halo but here's the other i guess i should read from my script here a very experienced dark souls modern infernal plus has managed to put halo into dark souls remastered actually it's not remastered it's remastered apparently i got that part wrong on the pc the model allows up to 18 players to join in. There's a team death match, up to 30 kills. A capture the lizard, which is basically capture the flag. And if you watch this video, which I'll have capture a link to, <laughs> if you watch this video, which I have a link to, the code for capture the flag was almost longer than the actual mod he started. So it's quite, uh, <laughs> quite complicated to program capture the flag into a game that was never meant to have capture the flag. Yeah, so anyways... There's a single-player map version of Blood Gulch, which is what he's showing off now, but this is actually a red versus blue scene that he did. Um, and then here we go. To top everything off, he even made... there. That's what I said right here. Red versus blue scene. I don't know what I'm doing here. I'm just... I'm out of it, guys. Okay. Come on, Chris. So what do you guys think of this? Putting the Dark Souls characters into Halo maps. This stuff just blows my mind. I don't understand how people mod anything, let alone, like blend two so unrelated games in completely different genres into one. I don't know. It's just 
I honestly just don't understand how this works. <laughs> yeah, same. It's like, I mean, yeah, these are two games that I definitely do enjoy, and then being together pretty opposite sides of the, like, genre list here, or it's just like, mm-hmm. I mean, they both involve killing things, I guess, and that's about where the likeness kind of ends. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, I mean... Man, and I don't have Dark Souls on PC, but now I definitely, after seeing this, I definitely was like, well, I gotta get this now. Like, I gotta, I gotta try this out. Because <laughs> it definitely looks like some fun, and the guy put a bunch of work into it, and I feel like I'd be doing, I'd be doing disservice if I just didn't play it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love how he inserted this image first. We watched the video, this is, he's like, inserting this image into a Dark Souls map was a major accomplishment for me, and I was like, that's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we'll import and then stand on it and just burn to death. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, just the fact that he was able to take a game that inherently has a very small mod community and implement such a big modification to it, it's like, wow. <laughs> I can't mm-hmm. believe he managed to do this in general. So, um, given that this mod exists, uh, do you guys want to play it? Is this something that's interesting to you? I know it's yeah, said yes, but will yeah, I would like to do it for at least once. I think that'd be cool. If I ever get Dark Souls on the PC, I'm definitely playing it 100. I even might slip into the code a little bit and see what he did. <laughs> I, I, I know, I know, like, too, and then be like, I don't know what happened here. I know, like, <laughs> like C sharp, C plus plus, some C. Yeah, I've done some code, and dude, I already hated using code to like move a wheel or flash some lights and i was like that was already too much for me let alone i hated coding it was like the worst thing ever so i could only imagine how this guy did this it already just hurts my brain thinking about it yeah and his, some of his other mods like i said before are pretty impressive like his halo mario kart thing that was pretty cool um so do you guys think based on this fact that this exists in general that a halo style darks or that's a halo style, dark soul style halo game probably on a covenant homeworld would be cool to play Wait, what do you mean like like ancient dark covenant souls? where you're like playing with the energy swords from like you like covenant oh, so you like, the yeah. like pre-covenant sing healy i mean that would be cool it would yeah i mean actually if you think about it if you go back and look at the um halo legends anime or whatever that would be considered animation style. Uh, there is sort of like a scene that would work um, where it's an ancient Sanghealy. He's an I think he's an arbiter at the point. But so before the well, maybe the covenant. The covenant has to be involved because uh, there's he'd probably hunter. be fighting them. Yeah, he's fighting like a giant hunter and he fights like one boss and that would be cool. I mean, I can see that working well with the Dark Souls Dark Souls formula. Yeah, it's like would it be cool? Yeah, I'd play it. Would it sell well? Well, no. probably not. <laughs> but I would totally play it, and I'll probably make some cool memes out of it. But like, <laughs> yes. I, I would, I would love to have that. That'd be sweet. Always having a. I always thought those spinoff things were pretty cool. It's like, but like just way different. Mm-hmm. Halo is so expansive, and I feel like they could just tap in some stuff like that. Yeah, that's, I that's really wish they would expand. It's like the, the universe for Halo is is so big. It's almost like. It's big enough that it could be like a Star Wars universe where you could have so many things popping off at every every angle of the entire community. Like the mm-hmm. amount of people that are already into the game series that literally just play the games, 
it's it's getting smaller. I feel like it's more people that are looking into more expansive parts of the Halo universe. Like if you play Halo Five, you're probably going to read a book or you or maybe watch a, one of the films. Or yeah, I think the problem with that is that you know Halo Wars Two sold terribly, so <laughs> I think they're a little bit cautious about doing spinoff games right now. I think also maybe it's because it was in uh, RTS and RTSs are definitely not in right now or if like in it's it's not it's not a time for RTS RTS is definitely out right now it used to be a way bigger thing you know like in like the early mid 2000s kind of era but like mm-hmm. right now it's definitely not something but it's like I don't know there's there's definitely some places they could go cuz yeah like you said it's like a Star Wars universe really and think how many different types of genres Star Wars games there are like mm-hmm. doesn't they don't all have to be FPS right like, mm-hmm. it could be anything and uh, you yeah, kind of jumping on, off that point a little bit uh when Age of Empires 4 finally drops I'm curious to see how that sells definitely a bunch of people who have I mean I think I bought like Age of Empires 2 I mean I like RTS it just too. It, it just doesn't like appeal to a bunch of people especially today with fast paced FPS type of games but it's like I mean yeah I uh I would hope that it does well like Age of Empires is cool <laughs> mm-hmm. here's a uh, Halo spin-off game that I should make it's Diddy Kong Racing but with Halo so you know how in Diddy Kong Racing how you have like the carts and the like the water craft and the plane so you can have like the warthog, you can have the ghost, you can have the uh, Halo banshee. <laughs> no, not just Mario Kart. No, Mario Kart's <laughs> trash. Diddy Kong's <laughs> racing, man. <laughs> I'm just saying this. This exists. He ported that little mini warthog, basically from from like the Fortnite style warthog, right? Because there's that little one you can drive in Fortnite, mm-hmm. if I remember correctly. Oh, and he yeah. basically put that model in here and made Halo Kart. Well, maybe actually, no, this might not be it. This might be a different model. I don't know. But it's similar. It's very similar to the one in Fortnite. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this is pre the pre-Halo Fortnite crossover, actually, because this is February 22nd, 2020. So that's pre-Fortnite, right? It's got to be, yeah. Uh... Yeah, because the Fortnite thing came out. I don't know. I'm trying to. I'm trying to. I'm trying to remember because I made a meme about it, and that's how I keep timelines together. Of <laughs> when did I make a meme about this? <laughs> So he, I remember him saying in this video that he actually spent the time to code that 3D Y as a as a grabbable item to do those animations and beat people with it. <laughs> like this guy is just over the top in every way, and I love it. Mm-hmm. Infernal Plus, and he's passionate about it, and oh, I, yeah. that's awesome. I, I wish I could. <laughs> I wish I could do half of what he does. Right. <laughs> Me too. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's see. Oh, here. double dash. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's got the um. The guy on the back. <laughs> I don't know how he gets this game. To, I don't know how he gets this stuff to run. Like I don't know how it doesn't just crash. I don't know how he <laughs> how he keeps it together and runs it like in the Halo One engine. He said, "I think I remember somebody said they loaded this up and it does crash quite a bit. So you got to okay. be very, you got to be very careful about how you play it. Um, but he's probably refined it even since he did the video. So who knows? Mm-hmm. Uh, what are some of our Halo Halo favorite Halo mods throughout the years? Is there any that stick out to you guys? <laughs> the oh, yeah, I, guess, I mean, I like SPV3. Oh, that's pretty cool, yeah. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, I, what I've been doing recently is that Left for Dead, like, the mm-hmm. Halo mods they put on yeah. there. Fantastic. Cool. And, like, it's just, it's such a cool, if you get the, more of the correct mods, I'd kind of miss some of them, so it's kind of a weird environment that's, like, half Halo, half, like, Left for Dead, but 
it can be pretty immersive with all the flood and stuff, and it's just such a cool, like, you can basically just play, like, a a horror, like, a, a Halo horror flood game, and it's just definitely something different. It's a lot of fun to play. Mm-hmm. That's kind of cool that that exists. I wish I wish they would actually do it legitimately, but we can talk about that yeah. more on Friday with our yeah. spinoffs video. Definitely talk on Friday. Um, one of my favorite Halo spinoffs, or not spinoffs, uh, mods, is, is not truly a mod of Halo, but it's a mod of a, a side-scrolling game, and it was made to kind of be a pre-Halo 1 game, which is Halo 0. I don't know if you guys have played this one. I really enjoyed this. It was really cool for a side-scrolling and it was technically officially endorsed, I believe, if I remember correctly, but it looks legit. Oh, wait, yeah. Why do I feel like I've seen that before? <laughs> I've definitely seen this. I know I've talked uh, about it on our channel before if you've watched ours, mm-hmm. any of our stuff, but um, this, this is... That's not where you've seen it. <laughs> probably not. But this is really great. I actually have a copy of it, by the way, so um, if you're very interested, let me know, but there's a free... To- what system is it on? It's on PC. Uh, PC. I've, got a, I've got the EXE file. I finally got it. It took me a while to find it again because it's like lost on the interweb from years of people not yeah, paying attention to it. And that Chris, why haven't you offered me that? You never asked. Anyway, well, yeah, I, want I didn't know you had it. How am I supposed to ask for something that I don't even know exists? I want, I want it. I want a copy. <laughs> this could be some great memes for you. Yeah, exactly. I could make something with this. Anything Halo related. Hey, man, the dry, the well is getting dry. I need anything I can get. <laughs> Fortnite, hey, Master Chief being in Fortnite was amazing some people complain about it it's like that's just more content that's awesome that's just more excuses there's also this halo psp mod that exists let me see if i can find it um psp halo revamp this is it right here i've played it recently um within the last five years let me see if we can find it where does you get to it yeah here so it does actually play kind of psc look that's a psp go oh yeah, they actually code. I think they took the Turok or the Quake engine, I don't remember which, and used it to program Halo on the uh, PSP. But it works. It does work. And uh, I've played the multiplayer on it, and that works too. So it's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. But those are some of the mods that stuck out to me. That's basically it for me. Um, yeah, is there anything else you guys want to say? Dark Souls and Halo combined? It's one of the weirdest combinations that you could have come up with? Yeah. Yes. It's definitely weird, and it's like a cool environment, but it's like so unnecessary. I can't believe you did it. It's just like watching people fight over because that's that's not what the maps were meant for at all. But I mean, it's still good maps, and they have nice like flow design, I guess. So I mean, works. I just love watching people using bow and arrows on these futuristic landscapes. It's like why? medieval characters like time traveled or something <laughs> and still hate each other yeah, yeah. Well, I'm we still gonna travel, but i'm still gonna kill you <laughs> as always i'm chris and i'm will i'm subspace entertainment and uh, if you haven't already subscribed to slipspace and inferno plus and uh, you know if you're not subscribed to us there we'd like that too and uh we will see you on next crowcast bye guys This is the Krillcast. I'm Chris. And I'm Will. I'm Slipspace Entertainment. And uh, also the Master Chief holding an Xbox Series X, but we'll get to that later. Um, no. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> so everybody, the elevator speech about your channel before we review General Heed. All right. So at Slipspace Entertainment, we make a lot of Halo memes here. So a lot of them being pretty short, usually under 60 seconds long. So little snack-sized bits of hilarity, just whenever you need to get your laugh in and you love Halo. So if you're ever short on time but you still want to laugh, go ahead and go over to Slipspace Entertainment and watch something funny. Yeah, definitely. If you're into short videos and you're wanting to go watch one of those instead of this video, go go do that now. Might as well. Um, I can highly recommend the... Uh, which one was the one I just recently watched? So the tank one, but also the Game Boy one. The Game Boy one really cracked me up. That was pretty awesome <laughs> mm-hmm. editing. So. It's hard to find footage for that. Every footage I found was like 240p. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not surprised. <laughs> but uh, today we're here to in our interview. Not, we're not interviewing General. He we already did that. I'll have a link to that in the uh, description somewhere. But we're gonna review the general, the general's channel. Not not the general that does insurance. No, no. This is a different general, a much better Halo general. So. All right. What are some of the uh, YouTube stats for General Heed? He's got 231K subscribers. That's 231,000. He created his channel October 29th, 2007, and he started producing videos shortly after that, which we'll get to later. He's got over 111, 112, 113, almost 114 million views on his channel. And if you look at his About Me, his channel is your source for all the gaming glitches, secrets, and Easter eggs. It's also a great place to check out more content of all kinds. We are always searching for new glitches. And he does focus pretty pretty much on Halo, but also does other things like Call of Duty and especially Advanced Warfare. He's a huge fan of Advanced Warfare, which I have a new appreciation for after talking to him and looking up more stuff about it. Um, but he's also looked at stuff like the GoldenEye remaster that leaked and those kinds of things. So. Mm-hmm. Very cool channel to go check out. Um, so what is he known for? I have Forge Labs in our outline for some reason. Oh, yeah. I know why. Never mind. Um, so General Heed is known for being an OG Halo YouTuber, specializing in glitches and Easter eggs, um, producing a variety of entertaining content for well over a decade at this point. It started in, what, 07? So we're talking like almost 15 years at this point, 14 years plus, 14 years at the end of this year. Um, and he's being he's a very genuinely likable guy after talking to him very laid yeah. back and he's very easy to yeah, talk yeah. to and his, his narration is really like like his light uh narration style is really easy to listen to so like if you're just looking for videos of the style that he's making it's very easy to just pop into one and listen to it and mm-hmm. start to finish and you won't feel like you won't feel like you're getting shouted at or you know lectured it's <laughs> just a nice calm voice to listen to when you're watching halo glitches and mods and call of duty and everything else so what was his first or oldest video Will's going to cheat and look at the outline. Yep, already did. <laughs> it's a Halo 3 elephant flipping video where it looks like he probably set up a camcorder on his TV. <laughs> yeah, I, I remember those days. <laughs> <laughs> this is like pre-capture card era. Yeah, so do you know why he's trying to flip it, though? Because it was impossible at the time, basically? No, no, you flip it, and when you do flip it, you get like a little text box that's like, Wait, how did you do this? Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, because yeah. I I remember did that doing that way back in the day, mm-hmm. and Forge because he just put a bunch of uh, like exploding barrels. Yeah, but he was like... trying to do it without Forge. Remember, mm-hmm. that's the whole point of this video. So, and I know he re. What's funny is when I was looking at this, I noticed he actually re-uploaded this video in what was called higher quality back then. So let's see if I can find that. Yeah, I see Halo Three Elephant flipping better quality. That was the second video on his channel. 
Oh yeah, less flashing on this one. <laughs> yeah, I've definitely done stuff like this from a long time ago. I've definitely just put a camcorder in front of a TV and called it good. You know it's an old an old video that says unregistered right unregistered hypercam. <laughs> anyway, so that was his oldest video on his channel and his second oldest video. What's his most popular though, you might ask? Or you might not, I don't know. Maybe you aren't asking Which is, that question. This is interesting to me. Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, can you save Ghost or kill Shepard early? And that was only three years... The funny part to me on this to me is, this was only three years ago. Like, Modern Warfare 2 came out in, like, what? <laughs> early before 2010? 2009, I believe, because 4 came out in 2007, so yeah, it came out in 2009. <laughs> so this must be, like, the remastered version. I really don't know. No. No, it's the OG. Modern Warfare 2? Yeah, they have, a, they have a remastered one. Okay. Yeah, yeah, but when did it come out? I thought uh, it came out before like this video. Six months ago or something. I don't know. Was it that recent? Or maybe like a year ago. I can't remember. Yeah, I think it's year. All right, time to Google. <laughs> this is more important. Because I want to know, I'm just curious why a, a video talking about a game from like 15 years ago would be more popular than in my, like his Halo videos. To I don't know. Yeah, because he's definitely known for Halo, so it's interesting that his most popular is not Halo. Yeah, I guess I guess you're right. It was just 2020. Holy cow! I thought that was a long time ago at this point. All right, well, I mean, mind. 2020 was long, so <laughs> I, I stand corrected. You guys are you guys are right. It was last year. So this video came out before the remaster. That's kind of crazy. So that, yeah, I'm not sure what the viewership is on Call of Duty videos, but clearly he has done well with his Call of Duty videos. All right, let's see here. So what do you guys like about General Heed? Yeah, I'll go first. I like the fact that he will just, I don't know, like find a glitch or a mod or some kind of random secret that I never even knew existed or never thought of, and he, it's still entertaining. Like he'll figure this out, and it's like, I never thought to even even think about looking for that. <laughs> it's like, this is not something that ever crossed my mind until I clicked on the video. Um, I wish I could come up with some, but like some of them are so random, uh, seemingly, and then you get into it, and you're like, oh, that, that was actually pretty entertaining. Like, where you would find like, this random skull or, or something. Um, it's, good. it's pretty good. And, I, and also, like you said earlier, I like his narration style. It's very sim- simple. It's not hard to follow. Um, he always has good you know, audio. Uh, the one problem I, oh, I, won't, I won't get into that yet. I'll wait. <laughs> Let's see. With uh, things that I like, they do or like things that he does whenever he just picks things apart and goes through some of the like numbers of things. I mean, I'm a big nerd and I like numbers and stuff. And some of the favorite videos that he's made that I really did like was when he was going through like some of the weapons and stuff, and then going and comparing them through all throughout all the halos like here's what the shotgun yep. does here's its range numbers here's like the pellets what I each about those in. and I, I those are some of my like favorite ones actually just because it's just like going through the numbers how it functions and stuff like that I, I love learning about stuff like that and it's like yeah i do love the uh the easter egg stuff but i do i like when he reskins stuff too or it's like <laughs> played like has a rat or something <laughs> <laughs> Well, those are funny, but yeah, I definitely love whenever he just picks something apart, like, and there's just like numbers, and it shows how things function. It's like, huh, I had no idea that's like how it worked. So, just real quick, in case you guys didn't notice, I'm pretty positive that the TV he's playing on is the PlayStation 3D TV. 
I'm pretty sure that's the monitor he's using in this video. Oh, is it? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's got the rounded corners. I'm pretty sure that's what that is. Blasphemous. But I love the fact that he's willing to play Halo with these ridiculous controllers like a racing wheel. Who would ever consider playing Halo uh, with a racing wheel? And he went through the entire campaign with this. Can you imagine the dedication it would take mm-hmm. to do that? And not to mention he plugged it into his PC and figured out how to map it correctly, too. Like, that's just dedication. That's That's nuts. Mm-hmm. I think I tried to use a drum set once, like from Rock Band, and I didn't get very far. No, so it was about five seconds. <laughs> people have been memeing that I need to play Halo with this after I posted what was meant to be mouse and oh, keyboard, yeah. and I just keep getting comments. You need to play with the MIDI keyboard, and I'm like, I'm trying to figure it out, guys. I promise. I'm still working on <laughs> yeah. it. I did manage to map it to uh mousepad keys that seems like something general he would be really into that's the only reason i bring it up is like that's the kind of thing that he does is that that kind of stuff <laughs> like he's trying to figure out how to go sideways with the steering wheel and trying to figure out how to go forward like i can't imagine how much time it took to just set that up for that video so mm-hmm. halo on the legendary with a guitar hero controller right <laughs> anyway um i really respect that kind of stuff like i i love those kind of like, he's just got content for everybody like what, whatever you're into, you can probably find something that you're interested in on his channel. He just covers whatever he feels like covering, and that, I respect that. I don't think the point of his content is to get tons and tons of views. It's just I want to do this, so I'm going to video mm-hmm. it. Like he compared different foreign versions of Halo to other foreign versions of Halo. Like the, I think he said. Compared the Chinese version to the European version and then to the American version. And it's like, who would even think to do that? He answers the questions that no one asked. <laughs> but, <laughs> That's a good like, point. Then he gives you the answer and you're like, huh. <laughs> <laughs> like, what happens if you play a Connect into the Xbox Series X? I actually had this exact question. It's like, nothing. Nothing. <laughs> 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 Sorry, this game is incompatible. <laughs> So does Series X not have like any Connect support? I mean, it's probably the best, but like, is there is there nothing for it? I guess yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> they but, just dropped yeah. it. Yep, I they think, just dropped it. I think my Connect's like in my desk here somewhere. I think it's just wrapped up and just haven't. I think it's got like a sticker on it and like over the lens, <laughs> so it couldn't I've, see me. <laughs> I've got the Connect uh, plugged into my Xbox One, and I use it for like shape up and some Connect Fitness games, but that's about it. I'm one of the people that actually used it, so. I used the 360 one. I think I played Just Dance or whatever. Mm-hmm. I did it before. I always played Just Dance before every prom. I was always the best dancer there. <laughs> I love it. Practice. So what are some things that if, if we were to talk to General Heed, which we already done, but if we were going to talk to him again, that we would give him advice for on his channel? Is there anything that we can give to him to help him improve his channel? Mine is only a minor gripe, so... I feel like his titles are very samey sometimes. I actually could get confused uh, that he might be like re-uploading videos because the titles are so similar. Um, and I, like, I don't have any off the top of my head to be able to point out to you, but there's been several instances where I'm like, oh, I've already seen this video. Why are you re-uploading this? Or why is YouTube suggesting it to me? And then I click it and I realize, oh, this is completely different. This is not the same one as before, but the titles are very similar. Um, so I'm not sure if that's a, a, like a widespread problem. Maybe I'm the only one who actually is seeing that <laughs> or thinking that. 
Um, so that's really the only thing I, I have for him, other than the name confusion, like um, that his banner and his his channel name is is different. And then there's um, gold team too, like and the gold that. team thing too. That also throws me off a little bit. Like obviously I know the channel now, I know him, but um, at first that definitely confused me. I do believe there are multiple gold team members, but I could be wrong. I thought I saw that on a different channel the other day. There was another gold team productions person or oh. something. Yeah, so that I mean, what that's uh, all about. I didn't even know that there were like a golden production people until like I got them involved in that like Halo joins the battle. Where I was like, oh, there's more. Oh, okay, all right, sure you can be in it. <laughs> <laughs> like, I didn't even know. It was like I thought it was General Heed, right? Yeah, and that was it. Yeah, I had no idea. But there's a reason why he uses Gold Team Productions on all of his stuff. It's like, oh yeah, there's multiple people working on this. <laughs> I think. I would love to see him replace voices on other campaigns like he did with the Master Chief on uh, Halo Reach, which was pretty great. <laughs> but one of the things that I find kind of difficult sifting through his videos is some of these thumbnails and trying to read them mm-hmm. and then trying to decipher what the thumbnail actually means without read. Because a lot of people just look at the thumbnails and don't look at the titles at all. That's what I've learned. Yeah, yeah. I can agree with that. It can be kind of hard to like decipher what something's going to be about especially when it's like i mean his videos aren't like super long or anything you know like five six ten minutes or something but right. it's like when you got something that's that kind of long and the thumbnail doesn't really explain anything it can be kind of like you know you know i mean i don't do any it's not like i i don't do anything on my thumbnails so i can't really say anything but my i guess i get away with it because my videos are so short so it doesn't matter i guess well usually the screenshots that you choose from your videos are just you're like, what is that? And yeah. you're like, I gotta click on this. <laughs> That's what I found. Is a lot of times when I'm clicking through your videos, I'm like, what in the world am I looking at? Yeah, I usually just use whatever like that pre-render. It's like, hey, pick one of these three, and it's like, okay, I mean, I'll just pick that one. That one looks weird. <laughs> yep. There you go. And I don't know if maybe he does that here or he takes, I mean, some of them look deliberate, but sometimes maybe he just gets lucky because I know I totally get lucky sometimes on some of my thumbnail selections. It's like, oh, that's perfect. Click. <laughs> <laughs> I have not seen this video, but I'm definitely going to watch it. I like these challenge videos. I'd like to see some more of these challenge videos where he picks like a random peripheral and tries to play Halo with it. I would love to see some more of these because they just Halo on our fridge. <laughs> that would require the screen in the fridge to work. There's that, there's that um, one guy that uh, literally played Call of Duty with a barcode scanner. <laughs> oh, I, I think I saw that, actually. Yeah. But I, if you're just using weird peripherals, it's a lot. I think, it, I think it'd be easy enough and fun enough to watch and both produce these types of videos for him. And it seems like he enjoys them. So I'd like to see some more of those, personally. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe some collabs. You know, I always suggest that. Collabs are always fun find a a good similar interested youtuber to do a collab with and yeah that's basically my entire spiel so space did you jump did you i'm sorry did you jump in there and do one too i can't remember uh i mean yeah, just like his uh thumbnails i i guess and like how they could be i guess kind of not explaining a whole bunch but i mean again i don't really do that all that much so i don't have too much room to talk but <laughs> yeah all right. So, what are our predictions for General Heat going forward? Where Where do you guys see him at the end of twenty twenty one? Um, I think that he will easily reach two seventy. 
by the end of 2021. What about you, Slipspace? Mm, I, don't know, I don't know how fast he's been like growing recently. It's like, I think especially with like, I mean, this upcoming year with Halo Infinite and stuff, I think anything Halo will get more traction for mm-hmm. sure. So, uh, Let's see where he was when he did our interview. See, he was at. So oh, that's loading. Two twenty-seven. So he's gained four thousand subscribers since December. Since well, since January, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then, I mean, yeah, I definitely like yeah, like the two seventy range seems pretty perfect with some excellent or acceleration in there from. Uh, Halo Infinite news and stuff popping up, getting Halo more traction. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. That is a comically large mouse ball. <laughs> is that what that is? I had no yeah. idea. It's a Microsoft Easy Ball mouse. It's a giant, you know those like mice with the ball on the left with where you use your thumb to move the, the mouse? Oh, this is like that, but your entire palm is used to move it. Oh, those, okay. It's yeah. like an old school arcade ball thing. I thought you were talking about like the little nubs that used to be on like laptops or whatever. No, but mm-hmm. that's actually what they used on the 3DS for the C stick, which I thought was stupid, but that's fine. Little nubbins. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I love these types of videos. I hope he does some more of these personally. Um, and if he continues to make moves on the YouTube space, I think he'll easily reach 300K by 2021's end. So. Anyway, that's all I got. Do you guys have anything else you want to say or something you want mm-hmm. to say to General Heed in case he watches this video? Mm-hmm. I'd like to say thank you for coming on our podcast. You didn't have to do that. That's yeah. pretty awesome. We could do Locke's voice and I don't know, what would be like the, the worst one to do it in? What if you replace the Chief's voice <laughs> with uh, with um, uh, Guilty Spark for the entire Game. Oh my gosh, that's actually a good one. That would be entertaining. <laughs> I was trying to be offensive, but that was actually <laughs> anyway. That's just my thoughts. You know, I, I know that the was it Tim Dadabo is available to do that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. He does all kinds of cameos and whatnot. It'd be pretty funny to see him replace Master Chief lines in a bunch of videos, mm-hmm. like especially the end of CE when Cortana's like, We're not gonna make it, and then you just hear Guilty Sparks voice. <laughs> All right. That's well, the beginning, but you know, I digress. Whatever. <laughs> that's the end of the first level, Chris. Come on, man. No, we're not gonna make it. That's that's the banshee pulling up on the last level. Thank you very much. Pillar of Autumn style, sir. Uh, I guess that isn't the last level. I, I yeah. was mixing up with the uh what did she say when they're in the drop pod? I don't remember. I remember My the other one because I played the last level so many times. I've I've got yeah. that basically memorized. So the mall. That's a great level. That is. Anyways, as always, I'm Chris. And I'm Will. I'm to Space Entertainment. And we will see you next Krillcast. Bye, guys. This is the Krillcast. I am Chris. And I'm Will. I'm to Space Entertainment. And oh, so, why do you clap now, Chris? Because you never cut. I'm always assuming like that's like a cut mark, but it's always in the freaking podcast. <laughs> I've been cutting it more recently. Thank you very much. All right, all right, Mister. I, I watch every episode, but I don't actually no, I watch every episode. I never, I never claim to watch every episode. <laughs> I lived it. <laughs> well, what's today?
The first question? Mm-mm. Oh, no. no. We're My goodness, we what is today? Oh, today is a Wild Card Wednesday, and it's a conversation with the Crowcast. That is correct. And our conversation today is with Mr. Slipspace Entertainment. Give everybody the elevator speech about your channel real quick. All right. The, uh, at Slipspace Entertainment, we make a lot of uh, short Halo memes, typically less than 60 seconds long. I like to call them snack, snack-sized bits. So really just a good place to come and get your Halo fix and have some good laughs and not having to watch a really long video for too long. So just come, laugh, leave, have a good time. Come, laugh, leave. That should just be your description. <laughs> <laughs> well, I added like a description to my channel after seeing the uh, review. I added something <laughs> that just like makes Halo memes, something super short and simple. <laughs> you know, Google actually uses that when people search for channels, by the way. That is whatever your description says. That's why I mentioned it. No, I didn't even know that. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't know how well it uses it. I just know it does use it. Anyway, well, you got that uh, first question for our returning guest. Yes. Uh, so, what inspired you to make your channel, and why Slipspace? Well, well, my channel has gone through definitely a lot of transformations. Like, I know my YouTube channel says, like, I think it was made in 2012. Uh, but it definitely hasn't been Slipspace Entertainment for that long. It's probably only been actually Slipspace Entertainment for the past three or four years. Uh, before that, a whole bunch of different names, and we used to make videos that weren't exactly Halo-related. But I've been making just videos with my friends ever since I was just like a kid. I was probably like six years old when I had like my first camcorder just making uh, crappy action movies or whatever with my pals. Uh but then I just got more into it, and I wanted to be more focused towards something. And then during my years uh, at school, I needed a hobby. So I didn't really want to go out and film stuff because that was hard to do with the environment that I was in. So I was like, well, I could always just do basically machinima. And me and my friends always wanted to make a machinima, but it was hard to always make one of those. So I just thought, well, you know, it's even easier just making small jokes. And I would call it basically the uh, – uh, robot chicken style where it's just super short clips and I could have made them into one big compilation or whatever, but I thought, ah, eh, just make like 30 second videos, release them, call it good. I didn't think anything would ever come of it. I always just made them because I wanted to see them. I wanted to see the videos. So I made them. That was the whole original point. It wasn't to like show them off to anybody or anything like that. I never thought my channel would get to the size that it is now. I just wanted to make videos and show them to my friends. <laughs> And, and at what point did your channel start to kind of blow up? Uh, let's see. Probably, well, I know this last August is when, like, it truly exploded. Like, before August, I think I was right before, like, 10,000. And then, like, that whole year before that, I'd probably gone from 1,000 to 10,000, right? So it's like took, like, a year to get, like, 9,000 more people. But then to get from, like, 10,000 to where I am now at like 88,000 that only took like a few months <laughs> somebody told me that there's some like some type of like thresh that you got to hit and like when you hit 10,000 your channel just like explodes or something and I was like oh is that how it works well that's cool <laughs> <laughs> it's like YouTube is basically a tiered system and the higher amount of subscribers you get the more eyes that will see your videos yeah it's kind of like you know and all this like uh on like apps and stuff, it's like, oh, this is the most downloaded video. It's like, well, that's because it's on the front page as most downloaded <laughs> thing. So it's going to get downloaded more. So it'll just be there forever. <laughs> yep. <laughs> exactly. So uh, you kind of explained this a little bit, but uh, you said you wanted to do machinimas. Well, how did you end up 
settling on more meme type videos and specifically Halo. Well, yeah, well, definitely. I mean, I've always loved Halo, so Halo is something I always wanted to work with. And then, yeah, I did want to make Machinima, but turns out, I mean, I do some writing in my spare time, but writing is definitely difficult and time-consuming, and it's hard to get, especially like voice actors that will that I could get to work with me to do things, even if it was just like my friends. They don't, they're not professionals, so it always just came out very not ideal <laughs> and I, I just never thought i could really make a new machinima and you know the past few years like not like halo machinima is really big anymore not like it was in like the late 2000s early teens uh so i just settled for what's well, easy just use other people's voices from like other things like media like anything from like some other memes that already exist or from uh movies pretty much and just overlay them on cutscenes and stuff so it just seemed like a good compromise of what to do. Yeah, I, I can definitely agree to that. I, I just, I would never have thought to make like 12 to, to one minute to even three minute meme videos about Halo or with Halo in a more commercial sense like you did. But it works so well that it, I don't know how it, somebody wouldn't have thought of this. It's, it's like a, a double edged sword. Like somebody had to think of this to make it happen, but it seems so natural that it exists now on your channel. I mean, yeah, it's like the uh, robot chicken, like what I said, where it's because robot chicken is really just a compilation of like 30 second, 40 second like bits. And I always loved that because usually like whenever I made my machinimas, it always ended up me writing a joke and then trying to make a story to tell the joke rather than telling a story and putting jokes in it. And I was like, well, I'm putting all this fluff around it. I just need the joke part. And then who needs context? So I just popped <laughs> off all the fat, made the joke and then just put it out there. And that's good enough. Right. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> there you it's go. definitely working. <laughs> All right, well, you got the next one. Yep. Uh, how do you choose the theme or the format of your memes? And do you have any kind of particular inspiration? Uh, is it like the same for each time or is it changed each time you make a new video? So usually, like, whenever I'm making any of these videos, it's I'm not trying to make Halo fit with, like, a meme. I'm trying to make a meme fit with halo if that makes any sense because you know memes change so fast these days it's not like a constant meme that's there for like a month memes change like every other day now and it's just if i see something that's uh either like uh on topic or whatever i'm like well how can i put that with halo and then i just do i find some way because i've been looking at the cutscenes for the past four years very intently so <laughs> i have them like ingrained in my brain so now it's just like my brain is set to huh how could that be a Halo thing? And now I just, anytime I watch a movie, I'm like, uh, oh, I could get Chief to do that or something, right? It's <laughs> like, and it basically, whenever I'm watching something, I'm just thinking, how can that be funny or how can this be a part of Halo? Or just somebody already makes some meme and it's some other game and it's like, well, I feel like I could probably do something like that to make it Halo related and like put a spin on it, right? Because mm -hmm. there's already formats that exist. It's just, what media do you want to put in it? <laughs> Makes yeah, sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see here. So how long does it take you start to finish to make each of these videos? Now, these vary a lot for sure. I know I said this the last time where it's like, you know, the videos that take the least amount of effort are the ones that get the <laughs> most amount of views. Mm -hmm. And it's like uh, one of my recent uploads, like the sawed off thing, just broke like a million views or something. And it's like, are you kidding me? Like, <laughs> like, I literally just took this dude sawing off a gun and then just put up the door breaking down with the flood. That took me like 
other than a little bit of setup from like going into the game and recording the door breaking down, it's like I throw it into Final Cut Pro and that takes me like less than five minutes. <laughs> but then something that's like uh, Halo for Casuals, one of my longer videos, that thing can take me like three days. But just because, not because it's like technically hard, it's hard to come up with a joke to tell every five seconds without being repetitive. But if I had to give you like an average, I'd say videos probably take me anywhere from 15 to 30 minutes on like the usual video. But sometimes they can be way shorter. Sometimes they can be way longer. Sometimes they get carried away and I'm just like, oh man, wouldn't it be good if I just added more? <laughs> <laughs> well, what did you say the video took you the absolute longest? It definitely probably had to be uh, Halo for Casuals part three, I guess. Yeah, probably that one. Because it's just like, it's just getting harder and harder to come up with jokes without being repetitive. Because it's like, you got to keep it short, you got to keep it funny, and you got to keep it informative. And it's really hard to keep that balance And mm -hmm. like when you're making something like that. But, I mean, I love the videos, and it's like, even though they don't get good views... I don't really care because I like to watch them myself. It's like, yes, they're they're just kind of – they're hard to make and they're just awful in the process. But when I'm done, I'm so satisfied with what I've created and I just like to watch it. It's Again, it's like I want to watch things that I want to watch and I just hope that other people want to see it too. Because <laughs> yeah, I've, I've heard from a lot of people, if you make content you wouldn't watch yourself, why are you making the content? Yeah, you'll get burnt out so fast. Yeah. <laughs> you know, There would be so, no point to make that content, right, if you don't enjoy yeah. it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so, you know, obviously you use a lot of clips from different movies and other media. Uh, how often do you get dinged for that? Uh, Well, usually I didn't really pay attention to that because I didn't bother to monetize my channel for a long time because I was like, I don't care, whatever. I just, <laughs> I'm, I'm, the, I'm the rogue channel that doesn't, like, play by copyright rules because I don't get paid or anything, so I don't care. And so I put some – I mean, I still don't really care. But now I just get more notifications because now I'm actually monetized because YouTube made me do it. I was like, well, okay. But it's like, even if I still want to make this thing that has SpongeBob in it, it's like, well, they will take the money or whatever. But I still wanted to make the video, so I don't care. So it, it won't stop me from making a video. But I probably get dinged probably like one every five times. <laughs> Something oh, wow. like that. Okay. So. And the, I guess, like, as you were saying, you just leave it up like that then. You don't care. Yeah, it's like I make something, I put it up, and it says, hey, this is copyright, you can't monetize it. It's like, okay, that, that's fine. As long as I can put it up, I don't care. As long as it doesn't get, like, muted or taken down or whatever, the monetization doesn't matter. But now I actually get, like, the notifications. For, I mean, I guess they gave me notifications before, but I definitely didn't care. Now it's, like, on my page being like, hey, copyright, no monetization. It's like, all right, cool. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because you've said, you've said you would not have monetized if YouTube hadn't put out that weird update where they're like, hey, we're going to monetize yeah. stuff even if you don't monetize like, it. Yeah, the day of, I was like, well, they probably won't put ads on my stuff, right? And then on my Discord the next day, somebody's like, hey, one of your videos has an ad. It's like, well, I guess I'll monetize it because they're already putting ads <laughs> on my videos. It's like, well, I guess I might as well take the money instead of them. Right. <laughs> yeah. At least take your cut, right? <laughs> yeah, it was like, man, I I just didn't like the idea of there being ads in the way of, like, short clips. I don't like the idea of someone having to watch, even if it's five seconds, a five-second ad for a 30-second video, right? Yeah, but, I understand that. Mm -hmm. CNET was, like, the worst in the back of the day. It'd be, like, a minute and a half 
uh, advertisement in front of a two-minute video, and it's like, yeah. what the heck? Or have that in the middle of the video. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think I can still make it so that way, or at least I, I don't know what it does on the other side, but I always uncheck like the unskippable ad. I don't know if they play skip unskippable ads anyway and then just don't pay them for me, but I hope that means they just don't put them in there because I hate unskippable ads. I know everybody else hates them. So I hopefully that doesn't put them in there, but I don't know. I, I try to have say, but, you know, then mm -hmm. I, I don't have a lot. <laughs> I don't have a lot of pull. I don't think I've ever seen an unskippable ad in the front of one of your videos, but I could be wrong. I would hope not. I would hope there would just not be one there, <laughs> especially with how short they are. Yeah. I mean, I don't mind the five-second unskippable ads. Though. There are a few of those that come up every mm -hmm. once in a while, because you're going to have to wait five seconds either way. Yeah. All right. Uh, let me see. Where are we at? Were you on the next one, yeah. Will? Okay, yep. Yep, I have the next one. Uh, so what are you looking forward to most in Halo Infinite? Something that I look forward to a lot in Halo Infinite is, you know, they've talked a lot about kind of a big, open, expansive world, and that's cool and all. What I really hope that means is that big team battle becomes to be freaking sweet again. <laughs> mm -hmm. I'm, a, I'm just a huge fan of big team battle, and, like, I feel like in the last couple entries, it's just been not there. The vehicles and the maps have either... The vehicles are just not that team-oriented, and there's not really anywhere to put them because it's so... Like, the maps are too narrow or whatever, and it's like, well, this is going to be a big area. I want there to be massive... I'm excited to see the vehicles, really. It's just like, I want to know... Are they going to have Falcons and stuff? Are they going to have more team-oriented vehicles? Because, you know, in Halo 5, almost all the vehicles are just one-man power, like, fantasies of just, like, <laughs> the driver basically just gets to kill everybody. You don't need, mm -hmm. like, you don't need anybody's help, which is kind of just, ah, man, it's like, sure, was the Falcon kind of overpowered in Reach? Sure, but it's like, that's a lot of coordination you got to put in there. <laughs> like, if you're not coordinated, you just die. <laughs> so I'm really excited to just see, like, some of the vehicle play and just how you can interact with uh, like your teammates and stuff. I just hope it's not just you running around by yourself. I want just like a big massive battle. That'd be cool. Uh, maybe have like scarabs in the middle of it or something. Yeah, if they could do that. That'd be oh sweet. my gosh. <laughs> can you imagine hijacking a wraith to take out a scarab? I want oversized vehicles. <laughs> yeah. I think it'd be cool to have like what they tried to do with Warzone, but then actually merge it with a proper big team battle. I think that would, I think that would yeah. be a really really. Halo epic, Five uh... doesn't even have any like real big team battle maps. There's Warzone mm -hmm. maps, which are yeah. still kind of like I mean they're big I guess, but they're kind of like claustrophobic. They're, yeah. they're full of junk. You can't drive anything around. Opposed to like you know like Blood Gulch or something, it's like it's kind of hilly, but you can't crash into anything really. You can yeah. actually drive around. You don't have to drive down like a road and then just mm -hmm. get blown up. I mean, the original premise of being able to explore the entire ring had me thinking. Imagine if you could slice any part of that ring and make that into a map for exactly. multiplayer. That would That'd be incredible. Be awesome. mm -hmm. <laughs> All right, let me see here. So, speaking of things you're looking forward to and things that we've looked back on, what was your favorite Halo game, and what is your fa our least favorite Halo game? Uh, I'd have to say definitely for my favorite, hands down, Halo Three. Just because, like, uh, I mean, I love the campaign, and I love like the original trilogy. But I feel like when it comes down to uh, like campaign, Halo Three, I don't think there's a single mission that I 
don't want to play in Halo 3. Every single mission I like. Halo 2, there's a handful of levels that's just like, oh, God, I don't want to do this. Same thing with Halo 1. It's just like there's some levels I want to do. Halo 3, I don't think there's any mission that I don't want to play. And then the multiplayer... What about Cortana? Uh, Cortana is probably, like, at the bottom, but at the bottom of, like, good levels, I think. It's, like, it's it's a pain to run through, but it's, like, you know, it's how some people are just, like, in love with the library but also hate it. It's, like, I kind of have that relationship <laughs> with the Cortana level where it's, like, yeah, this is awful, but it's awful in, like, a, an awesome and beautiful way. <laughs> uh and the multiplayer, I think, is fantastic. Maybe not as good in, like, uh, like I think some other Halos may have actual Slayer and 4v4 is possibly better, like Reach or 2. And But I'm a just, again, I'm a big team battle kind of guy, and Halo 3 definitely has the best big team battle, I feel like, with just how chaotic it is. I just, <laughs> I love it. I still do it, like, almost every other day. I'm playing Halo 3 big team battle on, like, Standoff or Sand Trap or something, mm-hmm. and I'm always just having a blast uh and then when it comes to least favorite i'm always debating between these two but it's like i think i'd probably have to just say halo 4 and i know some people be like oh i can't believe it's not halo 5 halo 5 is bad it's like yeah but halo 5 is actually kind of fun to play mechanically Halo 4 is not. <laughs> I, yeah, I, yeah. I, I can't... It's like, sure, is the campaign better than 5? Yeah, sure. It's not hard to improve on garbage. Yeah, like, it's... <laughs> it's, it's Halo 5 is bad, and I... And that's true. I'm not really a big fan of Halo 4's campaign. It's better than 5's, but mm-hmm. I don't really like it that much. But the... I just... The multiplayer in 4 is just not fun to play and it honestly burns my eyes <laughs> it just yeah. doesn't look good either mm-hmm. metal is too bright even dirt everything's dirt everywhere it's just it's not a great environment and not fun gunplay so the halo 4 would probably have to be at the bottom for me yeah yeah i think uh yeah i would probably agree with you however i still think halo wins my my uh number one but halo 4 is my least for sure I've kind of changed my tune a little bit. Five is, and four are equivalent to me, but I can see why you would take five over four. I just have a hard time picking gameplay over story. Yeah. Yeah. I I definitely pick games of play over story. I mean, the game, the story in the original trilogy is honestly kind of trash. <laughs> I, I still love it because <laughs> it's so much fun. So. It's like if the game isn't fun to play, then the story doesn't really matter because yeah. then you're not going to get to the story if you're not even having fun. It's like mm-hmm. at least in Halo 5, it's like, well, I may not like what's going on. Well, even the campaign, it's not even fun mechanically to play just because the Prometheans, I think, are some bull. Yeah, very fun mm-hmm. fight. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think the multiplayer is a lot of fun, though. I play yeah. quite a bit of the multiplayer. Yeah, I mean, I was playing some the other day just because I hadn't done it in a while. And then, like, I mean, I was playing Warzone because I have all these backed up, like, I was like, man, I got, like, 20 tanks. I just use these because I'm not going to play this game again, really. <laughs> I just mess around. Mm-hmm. Was that where some of your tank footage came from or not at all? No, I came from Halo 3. I was just... <laughs> okay. No. I don't know if it's just me, but I have a really hard time playing or like driving the tanks in the three four three games. Like the driving uh, controls are all off for me. I'm not sure why. This video is so great, by the way. I keep oh, peering into it. 
It yeah. hurts me a little bit because you keep skipping parts, and it's like you can't skip any of Halo One. You gotta play the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, see, that's the hard part, right? I have to cut down that fifteen-minute mission or twenty-minute mission down to like four minutes or whatever. <laughs> All right, let's see here. Well, you got the next question. Uh, yeah. So, uh, which game do you find yourself using for memes or slash jokes the most? Uh, honestly, probably. If I'm using gameplay, I'm probably using Halo 3 the most because I think it looks the best visually uh, with its art style. I think Halo Reach is a little too gritty, so it's not very... It it doesn't come off as much as a joke as much. Mm -hmm. And then, well, Halo 2 and 1 don't have theaters, so I can't really use those. (laughs) Uh, So 3, if I'm doing anything gameplay-wise. If I'm doing anything... Uh, usually part of a campaign, I'm probably using Halo 2 definitely the most because, uh, I mean, it has the blur cutscenes that just look amazing. And that honestly, those cutscenes have some of the most action. In Halo 3, or really in all the other Halos, they don't really do anything in the cutscenes. They just kind of stand <laughs> around. In Halo 2, like, you know, you got Master Chief running away from being glassed. You have Johnson and the Arbiter fighting each other. Mm-hmm. And it's like there's just more action going on than I can use. Everything else, not so much. But, yeah, yeah definitely when it comes to cutscenes. Halo 2, I think I have it, like, bookmarked all the time just because it's always there. <laughs> yeah, I did find that the blur cutscenes were super useful when I did that Halo music video, so I can completely understand what you're saying. Yeah, and then like, uh, then Halo Wars Two actually works great with it. Something that like I try to do definitely when working with videos is never mix the Halos unless they look close enough. It's like I don't want to use a Halo Two cutscene and like a Halo Three cutscene because then it kind of is jarring because it's like, mm-hmm. well, okay, this looks different. Master Chief suddenly looks a lot different, right? Unless but, that makes the I, joke better, right? Well, if it's part of the joke, then it can work. But if it's like Master Chief saying something and then him doing something else, but it's just like he's in different armor or looks completely different, then it's just kind of jarring. And I like it. Yeah. But like I can use like Halo Wars Two and Halo Two like together because the blur cutscenes look so good and they basically look the exact same. So I can put those together. But like I can't really mix a lot of other things together. I can kind of get away with four and five, but uh, I try not to mix. Let me ask you this question. If you were going to do something other than memes and your, the, your current content that you do, um, you know, with the joking atmosphere, what would you do more seriously if you're ever going to make a serious, like a more serious, um, com- uh, more serious video? Now, definitely, I would do pretty much kind of what Installation Zero Zero did or and is doing, where, uh, so like I went to university to be an aerospace engineer so it's like i really like engineering and stuff right so i really and i'm fascinated with space and i was like well i also really like halo and i want to do stuff on like uh on pretty much all the ships and stuff in it and i was just i kept delaying it and delaying it i was like oh god that would just take so much time and i'm doing my studies right now and it's like i don't have time to do fake math (laughs) right now (laughs) it's like i can't do like all these all these fake things and then finally i saw installation zero zero's videos i was like oh sweet somebody else already did it i don't have to it's like because there was (laughs) there was no information about it there was no information about a lot of the ships and like how they functioned right and i i wanted to make something that made sense that explained how they worked but it's like, well, nobody has the answer, so I would have to do that 
But then I was pretty relieved whenever he did it because, like, cool, that saves me a bunch of work. I don't have to do that. <laughs> it's like he, he beat me to the punch, but I'm kind of glad he did it. I mean, he does, he does great work. He, he does uh, – I, I love his videos, and he, he probably does it better than I could, the way that he puts things together. I couldn't talk as long as he could. But, uh, yeah, it's like that. that's definitely probably what I would – aim for but i mean i don't know if i could do that now because then i'd be encroaching on his territory which is why i stick to my territory of memes because that's pretty on youtube not a huge platform there i know on like instagram and stuff like that there's a lot more halo memes on youtube there's not a huge presence here mm -hmm. for halo memes i know there's a few and uh i'm just subscribed to some of them but uh there is definitely a niche that could be taken up and well, I mean, I guess I got one of the slots. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we'll have to have you and Installation Zero Zero on in the future to discuss some of these uh, ships and stuff just for fun. Oh, yeah. I mean, I bought the, like, Warship or the Warfleet book. And just, like, I was reading through it and I was like, oh, this is probably my favorite book. And it's like, <laughs> this is great. This is the best thing ever. I can't believe they made this. And I was just, like, I was nerding out about it. <laughs> <laughs> So if they made a, um, I guess we'll be talking about this more on Friday, but um, just real quick, if they made a space game where they were like flying ships in space and Halo for like Covenant battles and whatnot, would that be interesting to you? Yeah, I've always like, something I wanted to be part of like Halo Wars would be like fleet battles like in space yeah, or something cool. like that'd be so sweet. I heard rumors about how if they were going to make Halo Wars 3, then they would do something like that. I don't know how they would, but it would be awesome. And it's mm -hmm. like, that's definitely something that I've, I've wanted more like space stuff in Halo for being like a space marine and stuff like that. It's like it's amazing how kind of little you spend in space. <laughs> right. Mm -hmm. That's true. Let me see here. So what other video game series do you enjoy besides Halo? Uh, I definitely probably when I'm not playing Halo, I'm probably playing Destiny the most. Uh, I used to play a lot more games, but as I've gotten more busy, I realized that it's like I can't play all these games. So it's really easy to... I like Destiny because it's a game of... I can kind of turn my brain off and just shoot bad guys. <laughs> and sometimes you just need those games, right? That you just turn your brain off. You don't got to think too hard. Uh, and then whenever I'm not playing that, I mean... Uh, I don't really know what I do. <laughs> I'm afraid to just work on videos, I guess. I mean, I'm, I've been into like... Uh, playing Sekiro right now and I've been interested in like some Dark Soul games. I know that was some topic somewhere else, but uh <laughs> those are some games that I'm into. Uh and then yeah, I dabble in the Call of Duties here and there. <laughs> but do you, I didn't do, add um, do you share my criticism of Destiny for not having good vehicle combat? Yeah, I wish <laughs> like D1 had like some, and then it was just like, nah. And then D2, they just kind of got rid of it, which I guess was probably better than trying to fix it, I guess. <laughs> it's like the vehicle combat is, it is subpar. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> I think the game would be so much better if there was a ghost. <laughs> oh my like god. A proper ghost. <laughs> Instead of that weird, what is that? It's almost like a um, sparrow. sparrow. Yeah, it's almost like yeah. a speeder from Star Wars. Yeah, that's what it is, basically. And I wish they had guns on it. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that was so disappointing when I found that out. I booted up Destiny the first time, hopped on that thing. I was like, yes, about to do some cool stuff. What? There's no well, guns? I played the whole first game expecting there to be something. <laughs> like a tank or some kind of flying vehicle. Well, they you're, did, like, you're in space. They did put a tank. I know, and at least I know there's one in the second one, but you get someone like once or twice. <laughs> yeah, you get <laughs> like, it in the second ah. game. 
It's like, what the heck? I don't get to drive. Like, you built this thing. You died, You spent the time to make it. Why don't you use it more? Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, well, you got that next question. Yep. Uh, who are some of your favorite content creators here on YouTube? Uh, well, I mean, I do enjoy a bunch of the Halo content creator guys, you know, like Insulation Zero Zero and uh, Same Token and Hidden Xperia and Late Night Gaming, stuff like that. Uh, anything other than that is usually, honestly, usually a bunch of, like, uh, things like real engineering and alternate history and stuff, a lot of, like, educational stuff. <laughs> Uh, learning about history and learning about engineering is a bunch of the stuff that I watch. Okay. I can relate. Every once in a while, I like to nerd out and listen to, like, electrical engineering style videos, so. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm always watching stuff about, like, uh, planes and space, and then just history I always thought was cool, and then learning about, like, uh, alternate history of what could have happened I think is really cool. And then, mm-hmm. I guess I also just watch, uh, Matt Pat and all his theory things, <laughs> game theory and film theory and food theory. Very cool. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, I guess you know since the videos you make are a little shorter, maybe the audience will appreciate a little shorter interview. But I'm going to ask this last question here: um, <laughs> Is there anything that we missed that you would like to cover, or anything that you would like to ask us? Uh... I mean, no, I mean, I got everything at least on uh, my side. Uh, I think I described the channel pretty well, yeah. I know a lot of people ask if uh, Social Space Entertainment is only run by one guy. Uh, I do a lot of the work, but there's some other people here. <laughs> so, oh, there is? Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, Social Space Entertainment, I try to put it in all my uh, comments and stuff. You know, we, our, us. Yeah, there are some others here. I mean, I do, myself, I do a bunch of those things, but... There's other people that, you know, usually those people that are in the uh, the game plays and stuff. So credit to uh, some of those guys. <laughs> I'm glad that they can work with me and keep me sane. <laughs> yeah, I can understand it's that. It's actually funny. So there are quite a few creators that will say, like, we are our, and it's just one guy. <laughs> so, like, I never know. <laughs> yeah, that is true. Yeah, I mean, clearly you do the bulk of what the channel does, right? Yeah, I'm pretty much the guy who's in charge of, like, you know, the Twitter and the Discord and then making the videos. But then really everyone else is kind of like a, a stand-in whenever I need somebody to do something with me. And it's like, hey, I'm, like, I need somebody to, like, puppeteer this guy so that way I can, like, run him over with a car. <laughs> and it's like, I need you to, like, do this and whatever. I just need somebody to play a part. And then I just take all the footage and usually just edit with it. Or, you know, like in the Let's Plays and stuff, it's usually the other people that are playing, like, Left 4 Dead with me and stuff. Yeah, we, we've learned that there are plenty. There are a lot of creators that are more than one person, like Covenant Cannon, three people. and Yeah, I had no idea until the interview. <laughs> well, we knew after the interview with Nakai the first time we had them on. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. I didn't know anything. <laughs> but yeah, I didn't know it was three people. I realized there were other voice actors, but I thought it was literally like just his channel. But no, it's him and two other guys. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> Which, by the way, they did say they're down to do a uh, a Covenant version of the Halo Joins the Battle, if you're ever interested. Oh, yeah, I did see that, and I was thinking about that and how I was going to do that. It's on one of my to-do lists around here. I got like a list of that says like ideas 
pages and it's like a hundred things long. And then by the time I get back to them, I'm like, wait, what was this idea? Cause I read it. And I'm like, I don't know what this means. I already don't understand what this is <laughs> or like the opportunity has passed or something. So it's like, I'm just backtracking through a whole bunch of my things right now. Okay. I was just, what was I, I had something else that was just on the tip of my tongue here. Um, when you got a meme idea, I'll use it. I'll make it. I'll well, do it. I mean, you're welcome to make a meme idea. Like, it would almost be funny to see a, uh, a Krill somehow involved in a meme <laughs> from, wanna, from the Penguin. But... A promo. <laughs> no, because there's this really great scene where they're they're all going in one direction, right? And then they go, the two guys are like, wait, we need to leave the whatever it is. And then they get eaten by a whale, I think, if I remember correctly. be great oh, to see something with the flood with that. I don't know. <laughs> Oh, what, like in Nemo or whatever, they get eaten by the whale? I don't I remember. What the, oh, I'd really? pull up the scene right now, but it would get claimed, so it's <laughs> no point. <laughs> I'll send it to you later if I can remember where it is. All right. All right, let's see here. Um, Will, did you have anything else? No, nope, I'm good. Mr. Slipspace, do you have anything else? No, that's it. That's all I got. All right, well. I uh... enjoy Sprint and Halo. <laughs> <laughs> no! <laughs> Well, thank you for taking the time to do this interview and the rest of the segments we're doing this week. Um, he'll be on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Friday, but he'll be missing Thursday because we're covering a subject that has almost no uh, no interest of his. Let's put it that way. <laughs> I'm out of <laughs> anyway, my expertise. That's true. I don't know if you like the games, but definitely not within the realm of uh, what you would normally cover. I'll call it very neutral. I know nothing about the games. <laughs> I, I, you have to know something to not like them. I, I don't know them. So. Right. Fair enough. Well, uh, yeah, like I said, thank you for being on for the interview and uh, appreciate it. I appreciate it too. As always, I'm Chris. And I'm Will. I'm Slow Space Entertainment. And we will see you next Krillcast. Bye, guys. This is the Krill Cast. I'm Chris. And I'm Mr. Chief. And he's Mr. Chief because this man knows very little about Fire Emblem. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. he's just going to hide behind I the Mr. Chief. played one game. <laughs> he's going to hide behind his floating avatar, the uh, Mr. Chief. Oh, 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 okay, we're here. Anyways, <laughs> so since Will doesn't know a lot about it, I'm just going to give you this worm vomit about Fire Emblem Fates, the... Uh, 3DS game that sold the most games on the Fire Emblem series ex- until Three Houses, which I'm mixing up my words here, guys, because I'm going from nights to days, so I'm really thrown off today. I'm very <laughs> tired. So Fire Emblem Fates is a tactical role-playing video game for the Nintendo 3DS handheld video game console developed by who other than Intelligent Systems? And it was the Nintendo SPD and uh, published by Nintendo, but you know, Intelligent Systems has been the main developer. I like of- the one lady going like, come to me. <laughs> <laughs> that is kind of a meme in the Fire Universe. Oh, man. Anyways, uh, I think her name's Camilla. Maybe yeah, I need to play right. this game now. <laughs> oh, my God. Will it suddenly appeals to me. Will is sold on this game now. All right. It was released in June of 2015 in Japan, but it was released in February, specifically February 19th on uh, 2016 in the U.S. It is the 14th installment in the Fire Emblem series. That's right. We have over 15 games now including echoes and number 16 being the three houses game i don't include the warriors games as part of the uh, can- canonical uh, timeline <laughs> of final games anyways 
Unlike previous titles, Fates was released in three versions, which was quite controversial because you got um, three different paths and there are three different cards. Oh, they're well, trying to Pokemon this series. Kind of, kind of, but not really. So you had the Conquest, the Birthright, and Revelations, and there was actually one cart to rule them all, which I have. It's on the um, special edition cart that had all three paths on one cart. <laughs> so clearly they weren't lacking for the ability to put multiple paths on the same cart they just chose not to so nintendo did face some backlash over that um the overarching story follows the protagonist customizable avatar which is another thing that people have kind of complained about named corinne by default but you can change that name as they're unwilling to on un, un, as they are unwillingly drawn into a war between kingdoms hoshido nor and you must choose a side or maybe not choose a side in the game revelation version. Um, but after critical and commercial success of awakening, the fates development began immediately, essentially like, Holy cow, we sold a bunch of fire emblem games. Let's make another one. Even though awakening was originally intended to be the last game in the series, it was kind of the last ditch effort to save the series from the the creators that were still involved. So, Mm -hmm. uh, on that aspect, I do appreciate the fact that awakening and fates exist, but they are not my favorite fire emblem games. Uh, to show all sides of the story and provide different provide players with different Fire Emblem experiences, the game was split up into multiple versions. Again, this is highlighted three times in this outline because it was such a weird thing for Fire Emblem to do. Um, except for, uh, not except for, especially going forward with a game like Three Houses where you have multiple paths in the future now on the Switch on one cart versus what took three, well, two plus DLC on the 3DS. Unless you got the special edition. I'm telling you, they just wanted to sell more copies. Just like the random, like, well, there's always multiple versions of Pokemon. I realize that this one actually had different paths and wasn't just like the special Pokemon at the end, but yeah, it it's did. a similar, similar business model. They did have different stories to go with it, too. It's not like it was just, mm-hmm. you know, uh, like it's just choose which way you're going and it's the same game. No, they actually had like <laughs> customized storyline to go with it, but yeah. I digress. Um, Seeing this game be extremely popular and followed up with Fire Emblem Echoes, which in my opinion is the best modern Fire Emblem game of the four between Awakening, uh, Fates, Echoes, and Three Houses. I think Echoes is the best of the four modern Fire Emblem games. But uh, I know a lot of people disagree with me and say Fire Emblem Three Houses can't be touched by anything, let alone, you know, anything, really. Yeah, basically nothing touches Three Houses in some of these people's minds, but that's not me. Doing Shiny is not always the best. I do like Three Houses, but I don't think it's as good as Echoes as far as storyline and gameplay go. I think there's too much going on. This is my personal opinion. Don't take it for, uh, you know, don't take it to <laughs> Your opinion court. sucks. So what do, you, what do we think about Fates? Well, I think Will's opinion is based on these commercials here. So instead of letting him just, you know, accidentally say something wrong, I'm just going to give him an opinion here. Huh. I, it's an opinion. It can't be wrong, Chris. Fair enough. It looks fun. There this you is go. Three Houses. See? Why? Yeah, so it's three houses over. looks fun. Yeah, go back to the other one. That also looks fun. <laughs> all right, here's the choose your path. I honestly so, can barely see your, the screen when you play videos, so like they all look the same. <laughs> so here, here's the thing. I really enjoyed the opening of Fire Emblem Fates. And when I got to the part where Fate says, which way you're going to go, I'm like, well, if I only had the Conquest or Birthright cart, my choice is already made for me. It kind of defeats the decision at hand there's no decision to be made but since i have the special edition cart there is heavy weight on that decision and you can choose any of the paths 
So in my opinion, the decision to release it on three different carts kind of destroys the entire integrity of that decision and makes it less of a decision and more of a what did you buy. Mm. Now, anybody that's played Fire Emblem Fates, those I'm talking about, it's about chapter six-ish, I think it's six, where you literally are presented with, okay, here's the two warring families and the third option, which way are you going? And there's it's it's a pretty big decision, but you don't get to make it if you only bought one cart or you Mm-hmm. buy the dlc with the cards so you could get conquest or birthright and then pay an additional 40 dollars to get the other two routes or you could buy um conquest and get birthright and revelations you know it, whatever you end up buying you can get the other two paths by paying see this is the decision right here on the screen here so you're choosing your your destiny here at this critical moment in the story but you can't choose something that you didn't pay for so it's like um <laughs> kind of defeats the point you know you you should have released this on one cart for everybody and if you needed to charge more money for it then do that but anyways the game itself it's pretty good the art style is pretty good um but the story it's it's lackluster um there's some good points some bad points but overall i i do think this story could have used some more polish and if you choose the birthright route it feels like the story kind of makes sense if you choose the Nor route, which is the conquest route, uh, it kind of feels kind of feels a little evil. You know, it's kind of hard to feel any other way about it because you're joining the bad guys essentially, and they don't make you feel like you're on the good guys team, which is even more bizarre. And then there's Revelation, which is like neutral, do don't choose a side and make your own decisions. And then you know, it's got its own ending, which supposedly explains canonically what happened in this game. And it's kind of weird that it's locked behind paid DLC an entire. Uh, background canon to the game so I don't know. <laughs> mm-hmm. it's got a lot of issues and they kind of refined that really well with three houses by putting all the routes on one cart and all the gameplay in one cart and you don't have to buy multiple versions of the game just to get all of the mm-hmm. storylines so i don't know it kind of reminds me of when halo went to halo 2 and i said i wasn't going to say this but i'm going to say it anyways like can you imagine if in halo 2 they sold you two different versions one with the arbiter one with the master chief and said have at it figure it out yeah it'd be kind of weird i would have bought them (laughs) i'm not saying you wouldn't buy it i'm saying yeah it would have been kind of confusing and weird and the only way you would get the the true ending is if you bought both of them like can you imagine (laughs) yeah so i don't know it, it is to me what Nintendo is going for at the time was just a money grab on the 3DS because the Wii U was floundering. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I think that this was one of those projects that was bigger than what the creators really thought it was going to be and ended up being a lot more work than they expected it to be and therefore it wound up being kind of a mess in implementation. Mm-hmm. So it's a really beautiful game um art style wise on the 3ds but i have a hard time recommending it to people because of a lot of the flaws it has awakening on the other hand i just did not enjoy (laughs) so echoes was like the one bright spot on the 3ds for me so if i had to recommend any of the fire emblem games on the 3ds it's going to be echoes every single time okay Anyways, uh, Fire Emblem series going forward. Nintendo, don't split this into multiple games. Just, <laughs> just one game, please. One game, every generation, or every generation of Fire Emblem, I should say, 
And that's it. Leave it at that. That's fair. And Will will eventually pick up some of these. We'll see. I will. I, I mean, I really enjoyed seven, so I, I'll eventually yet? get into the series. Did How I far? finish it yet? Yeah. No. There's like four billion chapters in it. <laughs> it's like 30. Okay, well, I'm actually in the 20s, so I'm actually pretty close. Yeah, you're going to finish it soon. The ending's really yeah. good. It pays off well. Fire Emblem 7 on your Wii U, go buy it. It's really nice, and it's like seven ninety nine, so it's totally worth it. Anyways, as always, I am Chris. And I'm Will. And we will see you. On the next Krillcast. Bye, guys. But only if you subscribe. Otherwise, you'll probably never see us again. <laughs>
I don't know, a statue with a marine that's like slowly being taken over by a flood. I think that'd be cool. Yeah, maybe you could have like a sort of like a dead rising sort of thing where you have like a home base and you go out and like collect stuff for your people and mm -hmm. come back. It's like open world collecting collecting stuff, finding whatever, finding your team, like you said, solving some mystery. Like, what is this? Because nobody really knew about the flood at the time. It's like, what the heck is going on? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, that'd be cool. Yeah, I mean, you're right. I mean, probably many of the ODSTs in the area at the time would have no idea what that is. They probably wouldn't weren't briefed about the original Halo ring. Yeah, it's like very limited information. So I think it'd be a really cool take on like people just having no idea what it is because even like when the floods introduced it's like i mean you don't know what's going on but you don't no. really get anybody else's like input because it's just mm -hmm. you and cortana then everybody else is already briefed on it even like mm -hmm. in halo 2 johnson i mean he he dealt with it but doesn't react and receives it or anything so nobody it's like everybody already knows about it so you don't get anybody's like real initial reactions other than like that short recording in Halo 1, where people are like, ah, oh, hi, caramba, and that guy runs off or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Loco! Yeah. <laughs> well, you have, like, in Halo 3, when you have the Marine, like, and the, that, the scared Marine from Halo 3 can actually make an appearance. He was like, oh, their voices. <laughs> oh, yeah. I always just put, like, a sofa in front of him and just hide him behind it and just yeah. kind of hide out of mine. <laughs> he probably just gets glassed, like, 20 minutes later. <laughs> what about you, Mr. Slow Space? You got an idea? Uh, I mean, you know, like I uh, said earlier this week with the, I, I, I love space and even Halo Wars 3 was supposed to apparently have some space combat like thing. And I think, I mean, I'm into RTS and I think space battles are just really cool and there's not mm -hmm. enough space in Halo for being pretty much like a sci-fi for being a sci-fi game, there's just not enough stuff that takes place in space. So I'd really just love, whether it be, uh, I mean, I guess like commanding a fleet of ships and just fighting against, I mean, have two different campaigns of being in the Covenant and it being the UNSC or something, I think would be really interesting. Uh, so something along that, that nature of just something to do with fleets. I, I The ships just, I feel like, don't get enough, like, don't get enough time in the spotlight. So definitely love something like that i can't really describe how the gameplay would really work maybe something like uh uh eve or whatever but uh i guess a pre-order bonus would pretty much be like a uh maybe like a figurine of a ship or something would be pretty sweet mm -hmm. oh my gosh that would be legit like i would definitely that'd be sitting like on my desk or on my shelf right here that'd be the best thing ever <laughs> yeah really cool I'm not sure what exactly is going on on the screen here, but um, I w I've been like playing with my mind a little bit with uh, some custom Warthog games would be fun, like a Banjo-Kazooie Nuts and Bolts style thing with the Halo Warthog. But that would be kind of more of a meme game and not like a true spin-off Halo <laughs> game. Um, also thought like the Mario Kart thing would be cool, but that also was more of a meme game than a real game. What I would kind of like to see is uh, some kind of a shipbuilding game like freighter style and then like space battles combination that'd be pretty cool uh, but if i had to pick something that's completely different from the rest of what you guys have already said um, i would love to see kind of a primitive game set on like a singhealy or a forerunner world 
because there is such a giant space of time prior to the Halo games that you could easily capitalize on and make it more of an action-adventure style game, especially pre-Covenant when the Sanghelia are kind of being invaded and being forced to join the Covenant. That would be an interesting place in the Halo time, the timeline to explore and kind of do something in. So I would like to see kind of, maybe not Dark Souls, I know I mentioned that before, but it could be more of a Breath of the Wild style game where you're playing as a Sanghelia and you're trying to muster up the forces to go fight the uh, the the doom and gloom that's coming. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I think that'd be pretty neat. To play kind I of a like primitive that. sing Healy like, game. Halo could definitely. I mean, it already kind of dabbles in it, right? But it's like I feel like there could definitely be a Halo game in like third person that works perfectly fine. That could be uh, a type of adventure, open world sort of thing. And it's like you know, Halo always the main franchise always in first person and whatnot but it's like sometimes when you go into theater it's like it seems like halo has a lot of things in mind of how doing stuff in third person works i mean i know already vehicles and uh like being on a turret and stuff like that already puts you in third person it's like i feel like there could be some interesting games that they could make like that or like uh if you wanted like an open world type thing they have that one planet venezia or whatever that's like kind of like a lawless sort of town on the planet that where it's like a mixture of all of the races and it's like that could be a really interesting setting like Mm -hmm. they have everybody there and it's like you could have a sort of cyberpunk gta whatever like open world yeah it'd be a pretty sweet area that you could just expand on and make anything with i'm just picturing far cry from you know what halo usually is but i mean i would love that i want it to be like way different but just in the same universe i think it'd be cool or even just like free halo you have just the um what is it the the cut the initial contact with the covenant from the humans i'm trying to remember what that's called that could be an interesting contact harvest contact harvest that could be an interesting game yeah i wish they went through more things that like i mean it could be the regular uh, Halo formula, just have it like throughout the Covenant War or something like yeah. Have if you wanted to even just put it all into one, you could have different chapters of time in battles and stuff like that. I would just love to see more of the war that wasn't just twenty five fifty two and on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Can you imagine if they did like the Sergeant Johnson Chronicles pre Halo? Yeah, it'd be so cool. <laughs> Like see what or, uh, Forerunner Saga that would be cool too. That would be cool too, but interplanetary wars. But that's just Call of Duty, like Infinite Warfare. <laughs> the, the the Forerunner Saga truly would be a fun game to play, but you know how it ends. That's the part that sucks. You know, like you you know well, it. Reach is still good. And you know exactly how it's gonna end. That's true. Yeah, I mean, I, I would love to play. I don't know if you who you would play as though in the Forerunner Saga, because I don't know if there's enough action content in that. You should play like uh, in Battlefield. Where you jump between characters and perspectives. Okay, yeah, that's, that's a good idea. Like, I, I so like the adventure die, aesthetic. Else. Uh, like, yeah. if you're playing as Chakas, you know, exploring the ring, that'd be kind of a cool game. But I'm not sure exactly what you would do to fill enough content for a full-on video game on it. Uh, you could have it where, you know, you play as one character, and you know, say like they're pretty, they have a pretty high health bar, so you last for a while. But as you're completing missions and you and if you die, the grave map mind will absorb those memories and taunt you with them later with a different <laughs> character. I think that'd be cool. Although if you play this Shakas, you could make mistakes in like a telltale style thing. Like when they go find the proto grave mind, that could be a mistake they could make where you could accidentally get absorbed into the proto grave mind. Yeah, I feel like they could easily make some type of like Halo 
uh, you know, like a telltale sort of thing where it's just like you're just somebody in the Halo universe, whether it be like Covenant, human, Forerunner, whatever. It's like you could it'd be a pretty like I feel like something that Microsoft could easily pull off and do. Mm-hmm. It's like sure it wouldn't be super action based, but it's like it doesn't matter. I mean, even Borderlands did it, and I thought Borderlands like uh, Tales from the Borderlands was fantastic. Yeah, I thought that was like amazing. It's like they could easily do something like that with Halo. Like whether you could be somebody like in Oni making like some like decisions about some crazy stuff, and uh, I think that'd just be pretty sweet. Yeah. Anything else you guys want to say? Any other spinoffs you'd like to see? Um, it's not really a spinoff, but did you see a Sent Hyperion video recently? No. Where um, he basically like rewrote Halo Four and Five story. Oh yeah, Halo game. I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> Just rewrite the. Oh, the last great. Game. Yeah, I, I saw. I saw you. I think you posted that. Yeah, on Twitter. So I did yep. see that. Yep. I'll have to see that because i'm interested i don't want four and five to be canon really <laughs> yeah well the thing is like it keeps the major beats of the stories but actually makes it where they make sense and they they, they like go together it's great ah. and then you can just imagine better gameplay and it's perfect yeah then you just, imagine, just imagine a better game it's great <laughs> all right anything else you guys want to say hmm Okay, no. I got mine out of the way. Yeah, I'm, I think I'm that Megablox game that looked fun. <laughs> Wait, yeah, I want that Megablox game. <laughs> that, that was cool. I don't know why they stopped that. Oh no! Let's see if I can find I mean, the commercial it was, for it. It was very, you know, different than any of the other like Lego games. It was like it, it was such a different take on it. It's like I don't know if they canceled it because they thought it wouldn't sell well because it's like. Well, we're trying to make like this Lego game for this M-rated games weird. <laughs> I think they act. So I think the reason they didn't make this, and I could be completely wrong on this, but around the same time that this was being developed, a game that looked almost identical to this was the Metroid Federation Space Hunters or whatever, where it was on the 3DS and it had almost identical suits and everything. And I think they were worried about looking too much like that. I don't know if you know what I'm talking about, but yeah, no one bought that game. There's no way they were worried about that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Hunters, I think it's, called. it's basically it's a similar game if you watch it I mean I don't know if they could sell that Megaboys game for $60 but well they have a perfect vehicle for games like this now with Game Pass so yeah. they can do a bunch of weird stuff and just like release it for free in Game Pass there yeah that's true they they could they got like a pass to do a lot of this like yeah. experimental stuff I, I mean I'm really into experimental stuff with Halo I think it's like you know, you have the main lines, and then I this, the spinoffs, and the spinoffs can be whatever. I don't like when like three four three three four three does a lot of experimenting, but I don't like the amount of experimenting that they do with the main, main games. Yeah. It's like you're gonna prod and like do whatever and like try and experiment something. Like do it in the spinoffs, nobody cares. It's like eh, I didn't <laughs> like it that much, but it's a spinoff, so nobody. It, you get no damage happens to the main line. Mm-hmm. If you're gonna experiment, please try to avoid it in the main line. Three four three isn't really made any spin-offs, I guess, other than Halo Wars 2. Yep. Yeah, but well, they I, have the two twin-stick shooters, but I never played them. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, the Spartan Assault. Yeah. I played those just so that way I could say I've still played all the Halo games. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, we're getting kind of off base here, so mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just going to say thank you for being on here again with us, Mr. Slipspace. I really yes, appreciate it. And uh, yeah, Glad you had me on. We'll have to do it again in the future, especially when we do some uh, some of our experimentation in the future. 
So yeah, for sure. As always, I'm Chris. And I'm Will. I'm Slipstace Entertainment. And we will see you on the next Chromecast. Bye, guys.